Hey guys, welcome to Vet Chat. As Zach and I just realized, you don't hit the end button when you're hitting record. So uh, welcome to Vet Chat. I'm very excited to have Zach Hughes on today. He is a Green Beret and COO of Elite Meat. How's it going, Zach? It's going great. Pleasure to be here. Super involved with your movement. Love what you're doing. Glad to be here. Thanks, brother. And as I am with yours, that's that, I think that's proper English. I uh, checked out your YouTube videos. Very good stuff. I love the Sunday live chats. That's really cool. Q&A. And hey, you know what? Uh, for my audience, they may not have watched those. So can you give me a quick background about who you are and what you've been up to? Yeah, absolutely. So grew up in Texas in the DFW area, went to college, high school. 9-11 happened as I was wrapping up high school. I knew in my heart I wanted to join the military. So I had a a grandfather and two uncles that were in the army in World War II in Vietnam. So I always had this passion to join the army. So that's exactly what I, I moved forward towards. As I finished up my education, I really decided that I was going to pull the trigger and go be a Green Beret. So I went through the course, went through all the training, graduated, showed up to my team and, and felt a true calling. And I loved it. And subsequently, we were in Afghanistan and I took an RPG and my my uh, career was ended very quickly when I thought it was going to be a little bit yeah. longer. So jumped on board with a nonprofit that sort of helps transitioning veterans, specifically special operators, pivot to the business community. So basically, if you're an operator, Navy SEAL, Green Beret, and then also a fighter pilot, well, we help you get hard to access jobs. And I came on board as really a wave two guy that started assisting and kind of building the program. It was still in the infancy. And now we've got about 800 members and we're accessing them at a, at a high placement fee. Uh, for a lot, a lot of nonprofits and a lot of uh, businesses. So it's been fun. It's been an interesting transition in just the past, I don't know, a little under a decade now for me. Um, but it's been a blast. And now I, I found a passion in not only assisting our veterans that are leaving, but as you mentioned, these, these YouTube videos that are popping up that I'm doing to assist a new wave of operators that are coming in. So it's been fun for me. It's really important to stay connected to the community for me. Um, and, and this is sort of a way to kind of continue my why and, and be passionate about what I'm doing. That I'm glad you're on here because that's one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was nonprofit and how you've transitioned when you got out of the service, especially when, you know, your service was ended abruptly, especially if you planned on doing a career of it and, you know, moving on from there. So, man, I, I really appreciate your service. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. For, so for me, when I got my injury in Afghanistan, I, I didn't know immediately that I was going to be done with the military. I had a number of surgeries and then it started like creeping in. I think it's important to note that some people that I know get injured and it's like, hey, you're done. You've got that, that serious problem and you literally can't be in the military. And for me, it was like an evolution of surgeries. I spent about a year kind of recovering, doing a number of surgeries. I think I had five surgeries in 2018. And at some point they were like, hey, uh, not quite sure this is going to work out for you. You should really start thinking about what you're going to do next. So it wasn't so abrupt, but it was like it, take, it took a while for me to manifest. By the time that the surgeons were like, listen, Zach, you can't be a Green Beret. I had already conceptualized that that narrative was going to be spun because of the, the length of time it was taking for me to just get back to active. So in that time period, I did what most people should do. It's just like Google, what am I going to do next? 
what do I do to help? What should I be doing? And then because of that, I found a nonprofit that was crushing it. I just really worked my way into a role where I was the COO now. Yeah. And let's take a look at that nonprofit. I'm going to try something new for the audience out there. I'm going to try to share the screen of the mission statement here. And this is one thing that caught my eye. I've been following Elite Meet for a while now. And one thing that caught my eye was soft community. But then you also uh, throw in the F-15 and the uh, the fighter pilot community. Because that's, you know, they are practical. They're the soft of the air. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, the, so the fighter pilots, just to be clear, they, they bring a set of intangible skills that are unparalleled in, in other areas. They're just so brilliant. They're bright. They are high producers when it comes to pivoting to a business scenario. So if you don't want to be a pilot, but you want to go into some private equity, business, finance, operations, any level of management, and you're pivoting out, well, Elite Meet's a great fit for you because there's organizations all across the world that want to access you. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's one thing about the soft community and the, um, the upper echelon of the military community when it comes to op planning yeah. and leadership. And I mean, you know, I'm starting to do um, the, the speaking community now, uh, getting onto that. And there's like a lot of opportunities out there for, uh, especially those in the, the soft community and, and the fighter pilot. Now, is that something you guys are doing as well? In terms of speaking, is that what you said? Yeah, like the speaking engagements and stuff like that. I think we just based on the the access that we have and the relationships that we found, myself and the CEO, we, we start to like build a, a speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. But I would say that we're not necessarily like a speaker's bureau where we're pushing yeah. our guys to go have a platform and kind of speak and tell their story. That's not happening. I think there's a number of our of our members that are doing that on their own just because mm -hmm. they've done incredible things. You know, it's funny. We just two weeks ago, we did one of our larger or actually our largest conference ever in new york city at the world trade center and wow. it was the week of, of veterans day and we had 500 professionals in the room and over over 50 of our members and they're transitioning seals green berets fighter pilots all soft and i'm looking in the room and i'm reading these resumes and i'm looking at these guys and i'm like wow you know i know how important these individuals are as a, on paper that have done just incredible things for our nation for decades way longer than i mm -hmm. have and it's really empowering when I'm in a position to be able to assist these guys who I know are a really big deal. I consider myself a very surface level Green Beret that wasn't in for that long. But these guys are doing these crazy things. I mean, for example, we've got a guy who was a Navy SEAL. Let me just give you one story. We've got this guy who was a Navy SEAL. plenty of time. We've got this guy. We'll call him John Brown. He was a, a Navy SEAL and he was a Navy SEAL for a number of years. He got out, you know, decided that it was gonna, he was going to do something else. He's a little bit older than me, and he got out in February of 2001. So if you can think about kind of what happened that year, 9-11 yeah. happened, and he was like, this is crazy. I've got to go back. I need to go be a Navy SEAL. But he was too old. The SEALs were like, hey, listen, I know it's a crazy time of year, and like all this stuff's happening. We're probably going to go back, back to war, but you're over the echelon for the Navy to join back up. So he didn't. He was like just dumbfounded that that happened. So he decided instead he would go join the Army. And he was going to be a Green Beret. So the Green Berets were like, hey, we can't just take you like that. You've got to you know, do something else first. So he joined just as an 11 Alpha right off the streets because he had a degree. Mm -hmm. Worked his way up, went to selection and became an 18 Alpha. So this guy on paper was a Navy SEAL for a number of years, left, became an Army officer for a number of years, went to the Special Forces course, graduated, crushed it, and then became a Green Beret officer for, and then retired doing that and then after that got a very competitive mba and i'm looking on paper at this guy and i'm like wow and we're sitting in the world trade center which is this iconic and really special week and it was just amazing kind of 
brought together the entire aspect of having this nonprofit that helps this specific group of people. Oh, that's incredible, man. He didn't happen to be in 10th group, did he? No, can't say. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny because uh, I was the anti-terrorism dude for CJ Sodif. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, it was funny. Like one of the one of the guys I ran into over there in the op shop was a, a former SEAL. Then he turned Green Beret. So it was just, just funny, man. That's it's a, a, it's a Yeah, very small world. Yeah. I'm excited about Elite Meat. How can we help you guys out? I think right now, you know, to be honest with you, we're starting a huge giving Tuesday campaign. We've never done that before. I think that that's definitely a good way for anyone to be able to assist right now as a nonprofit, the budgets are always tight and we're always looking to assist our guys to move in. So within the next two weeks, giving Tuesdays, this national philanthropic holiday, that's next Tuesday, December 3rd. And we're, we're for the first time ever, we're going to start a campaign because we're deliberately lean, you know, we're a, a, a small mm -hmm. nonprofit. We don't have a lot of staff. That's just not what we do. Our goal is really to assist our members. We've never done, we've never seized these opportunities. So I think that's one way that individuals can absolutely help. Come on, give $5, $10. Yeah. We've never tried this before. So we're really excited about it. And then in general, just connect with us on LinkedIn, on Instagram, Facebook, which is not as prominent. I think anytime anybody can evangelize and spread some worth, uh, uh, that's valuable as, as valuable as anything else. Now, and it, you know, we could find you. Here's the uh, the links below for where we could find you guys out. Now, one thing that is absolutely true is the whole networking opportunities out there. I'm a big fan of LinkedIn. I'm on it all the time. Um, I'm also a big fan of just streaming this, getting a message out there, video format. That's how we linked up. Um, but the thing is networking and getting the people to the right jobs or the right opportunities. And this is what's great about Elite Meet. I really, you know, I'm really down for this, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. I think, you know, it, inherently, if you've been a Green Beret for a number of years, you are so bad at business networking, it's unreal. And I can only speak for myself, but to be honest with you, for a number of years, I've spent really lying to people in social situations about what I do and really downplaying the ability yeah. to be a professional uh, just to be not boastful and to really just not bring attention to it. So if you're going to pivot from being a Green Beret and you want to go into business, well, you me specifically, I lack those skills to be able to network effectively. And mm -hmm. I think that that's really important for our guys as they pivot out is to shift themselves mentally. Because to be honest with you, if you're going into the professional setting, you're really in sales and you're selling yourself or you're selling yes, absolutely every day. And we're not really used to that in the soft community or as veterans in general, or you, you never really are selling yourself. And I think that yeah, that's yeah. Important I line. absolutely agree. Cause I, I do a lot of volunteering and helping vets with their resumes and stuff. And I'm like, nice. if you look at some of them, you can never even tell they deployed. Yeah. And as you're talking about like, yeah, I got a bronze star with a V I got this, I got a CIB. I'm like, you got to put that on there. I mean, yeah. you're like a rock star in real life, but you're so hesitant to put it on paper. You're so hesitant to speak it up. And especially when you get into the interviews, you're like, well, you know, I don't want to feel like a pompous ass, but you're not. I mean, you deserve it. You've done so much in your career. Yeah, so, I did yeah. a, um, I, we had an engagement in Dallas. Uh, I'm in the executive MBA program at the local college here, SMU. And mm -hmm. we did this, um, this networking program and they were like really intrigued by having me do that because what I run high-end networking programs. And so they're like, Zach, mm -hmm. man, tell me what you think. Let's look around. So I was thrilled to do it. And I was in there talking with some MBA students, full-time MBA students that are typically a lot younger. And they were so good at selling their internships to me that yes. I was blown away because they've been coached that like, you need to be able to sell this. That's This is an actual 
skill to sell this internship like you have all these skills mm -hmm. and i was very impressed and i've got some navy seals and green berets that are like not as good at doing that because of only only one thing and they haven't been coached never had the reps of doing that and seen the value in it because it's been a different lifestyle and i think that that's really important so at elite meet what we're really trying to do and what we do very well is a highly curated networking platform period well you know you're you're a former navy seal you're a former eod you're a former fighter mm -hmm. pilot you in the room with some guys who are decision makers and kind of cut the tape and get you directly to these very, very hard to access jobs who are looking for you and let's figure it out. That's, you know, you're absolutely right, man. And I'm glad you came on here to talk about that today too, because they have to know, I mean, the silent professional does go across the whole soft community and it's, you know, outside of a few people writing some, uh, some books here and there, you really don't see a big snapshot of the whole community. Yeah, it's tough. It, it's, it's a tough shift in your mindset. It's, I would say it's the hardest shift in your mindset. It, not to beat a dead horse, but, you know, if you're a transitioning veteran, right? Look at it. So me, for example, when I was going through the, the Green Beret pipeline, if you would ask me, hey, Zach, what's the number one important thing in your life right now? I would say hey, it's graduating, becoming a Green Beret. Mm -hmm. There's nothing more important. I have literally devoted everything that I have right now to it. And that's the exact same mindset you need to have if you're shifting out. What's the most important thing? Well, it's mm -hmm. successfully finding my next position, period. Yeah. And, you know, you have to have a 30, 60, 90, 120 and a five-year plan now. Yeah. I still do it. I'm, I'm going to 20 years in the, uh, in the Fed as an LEO. And I'm like, what is my next step? Yeah, you know, and it, it's almost like you're retiring from the military and you're like, you have to get that out there. You have to do things to get your name brand out there because it is your new brand. Your new brand is a civilian. Your new brand is whether you're going to be a businessman, whether you're going to be an entrepreneur, whether or not you're going to be a marketer or anything, you have to build that brand and you have to network it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it couldn't be more important than anything else, to be honest with you. I, I doubled down on the idea that networking is more important than anything else you could do. Yeah, absolutely. And thank God for LinkedIn, man, because... I think I've gotten so much more I, my current job in the government. I got through LinkedIn and it's a federal job. So, I mean, it can happen. You know, I'm actually a real good testament to LinkedIn. It sounds like you are as well because you got your position. But mm -hmm. I found a guy who was talking about elite meat on LinkedIn. I, I literally Googled when, I, when they were like, Zach, you're probably not going to be a Green Beret anymore. And I was like, OK, well, what do I, mm -hmm. I need to Google? What do I do? What do I find a job? And as I Googled, it was like, hey, you need to jump on LinkedIn. And so the next thing I did is I Googled what's LinkedIn. And so yeah. <laughs> uh, I got on there and I just started connecting with people who were Green Berets in Dallas. Mm -hmm. I was probably going to move back to Dallas. I was living in Florida at the time because I was still active duty. And I connected with a guy and he was like, hey, man, listen, there's this new thing that I just heard about. And it's called Elite Me. You should check that out. And so that's exactly what I did. And I came on as a volunteer and I just worked my way into a role as the director of operations, and wow. obviously now the COO. So to be frank, my position that I got is, a, is and the same with you, it sounds like, mm -hmm. through LinkedIn. So in my opinion, it couldn't be more valuable, period. Yeah. I mean, stay away from trying to turn LinkedIn into Facebook or Instagram. We're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> Try to tell everybody that. I'm like, look, it's there for professional networking and marketing. So that's it. Zach, I really appreciate you coming on. I'm glad we were able to link this up. Yeah, yeah, this is fun. I think what you're doing is great. I'd, I'd love to assist and get you connected with any of our guys if you feel absolutely. Well, this is vet chat. We could, you know, 15, 20 minutes. You could have all your guys on here. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. Uh, to be there. I think that would definitely, be man. For you as well. Definitely. Be good. Absolutely. Well, Zach, I'm going to end our broadcast, but you hold on there for a second. Okay, deal.